0: Hello and welcome to the Switch RPG Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Gio, and I'm joined by just Johnny. What's going on, Johnny?
1: Everything is good.
0: Everything is good. Wow. Very optimistic you are today. Definitely. All right. If this is your first time listening, this is the show from SwitchRPG.com, where we bring you the latest in the world of RPGs on the Nintendo Switch. This week, we are talking about the last, one of the last ones they said, um, mini direct partner showcase thing. Uh, yep,
1: they they were specific when they said last. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, they they really uh, enthusiastically said last one. So uh, I'm really hoping that we get to see more of something else, maybe just like a true Nintendo Direct. But you know, we'll we'll, dis- we'll discuss. Um, don't forget to visit our Twitter Twitter.com slash Switch Visit our Discord uh, Discord.switchrpg.com, and uh, yeah, just check us out on all those social things johnny what are you playing
1: i've been playing so many games and by so many i mean just a handful <laughs> <laughs> as you can see there uh, uh so yeah. um because i mean we just talked uh, not not too long ago i did finally finish resident evil 7 okay it's done it's over with i only had like 10 more minutes left to play to beat that game, so oh, I finally did it, Did that very, last little 10-minute run through the uh, the salt mines. You were very uh, close. Yeah, and the, the final boss battle was like so trivial, and it was, it was fine. It was, it was fine to get done with that game. It's certainly uh, a good game. Not great, but it is good. I don't want them to redo that style of Resident Evil. To yeah. me, I think Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4 style, that's that's where things should be, is right around that territory. Right.
0: I, I don't I don't think that's what they're going for. I think they're going for the the same looking feel. I what is it like something with a village? The next one. I'd have to look at yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah, Resident Evil 8, uh the village or the village. village. Yeah. Yeah, uh I I'm excited for village. Uh because it's it does Give the uh, the atmosphere of Resident Evil Four. Okay. It's got that atmosphere going for it. Uh, so hopefully they don't make it so sluggish on the first person side of things. If it's more actiony, then I'll probably enjoy it more. But it's not where I want the the game and the in the franchise to go. Okay. So, but the fact that they're I, I if they're just dabbling in this just to to prevent staleness for the the series then that's fine by me.
0: Yeah, I I think that's that's actually good cuz it really did get stale from, you know, 1 through 4 and all the iterations in between and then whoa, five, whoa. and then and then let me finish and then 5 <laughs> 5 was very different. Um it wasn't it, it, I don't know, it was very that's different.
1: Five you're you got 4 was the different one.
0: I understand 4 was a different one, but it all it, it was all kind of like the like zombie mode. You, do you know what I mean, what? or no? were, I, I'm, Am I not making myself clear?
1: No, four four didn't have zombies.
0: Four didn't have. Why, why am I thinking it had zombies then?
1: It it didn't. They were not I, zombies. Are you they sure? Were, I think you're yeah. They were like these weird little parasitic. I don't know ancient parasite things that they drop into you and they infect you. Okay. Four was the one that took a major departure.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm remembering now. I'm remembering. it's
1: one, two, three, and Code Veronica that were all similar to Mm -hmm. one another. Yep. And actually, Code Veronica might have started the path towards being different, but certainly one, two, and three very, very similar, and zero for that matter. So Mm -hmm. one, two, three, and zero were all like super similar. Zero was where it really started to get samey same. But same-y zero same. was pretty good.
0: Yeah. What did you think of five?
1: Five was sort of taking what they did in four, but went in the wrong direction where they went like over the top action. Okay. Even though four was pretty over the top action, it was it still like straddled the line between uh, between sort of Horror in action, and also making sure that you didn't have such fluid control over your character, so you still felt vulnerable in four. Whereas five, uh, you're you're just ter- you're just mowing down masses of of zombie things. I don't, I don't know what they were in five. I never beat five, so yeah. I can't remember what it was.
0: Yeah, five definitely seemed more like an action, an action game. You know. Um, and s- six.
1: six-
0: was just- <laughs> I don't know if anyone played six.
1: <laughs> six was all over the place. And then they did uh, before seven. They did um, the Revelations games, which was kind of like going down the two remake territory, except they didn't go full blown because that one was on. I think the first one was on a ship. Maybe both one and two were on a ship, an abandoned ship or a ghost ship or of some sorts or something like that. Okay. But they didn't kind of, mis- it was missing something. It was uh, definitely good, but not great kind of stuff. So anyway, they, they changed it up from one Resident Evil game. Uh, or for, they sort of go with a certain tried and true for a few games, and then they switch it up. And we're in the newest iteration of the switch up. But they're also remaking the older games in the Resident right. Evil 2 remake style. Uh so maybe they might remake probably not the first one, but they might remake Zero or Code Veronica. That Code might Ver- be the next Resident Evil game to get remade.
0: Right. That wouldn't be that bad. That would probably be good.
1: Yeah. If if they make it like Resident Evil Two and Three, if they mm-hmm. remake it in that sort of engine, I'll be I'll be happy as kittens.
0: Happy as kittens. Some some kittens aren't that happy.
1: Kittens in Just... a mouse hole.
0: Maybe that's a little happier, yeah. There we go. <laughs> what else you got?
1: So uh, I finished that. It's good, and then I uh, moved on to Genshin Impact. Oh, and I dumped some good time into that one.
0: Man, that is just like if you're if you're at all you know following a lot, any of these RPG sites or RPG YouTube channels, everyone is playing that game. Everyone is kind of talking about the game. What do you, what do you think so far?
1: Uh, I think people should not play it on PS4, because th- that's where I'm playing it. And I okay. think they should play it on PC.
0: Why is that?
1: Because there is a difference. Big difference.
0: Graphical difference?
1: Not necessarily graphical, although you'll, you'll, you might think that it's like sluggish on the frame rate. It, it, is, it is running at 30 frames a second. So I will say that whereas PCs run at 60. And you can okay. very definitely tell it's not smooth, but it's serviceable. The problem though is that the game always requires an online connection. Okay. And that induces latency during certain things where it's doing like this server check. It is very annoying when it does it. For example, I'm running around the field and there's like there's harvest points that you can get. And Normally when when I watch my brother play on PC, he just runs by like a a berry bush and he just spams the button and boom he's collecting it right then and there. I'll run by it, I'll spam the button, and then like ten feet after past the bush, those those items will actually log as being collected.
0: Hmm. So it's a little bit of a delay there.
1: Wow. There there is a and and it's kind of a significant delay. It's significant enough. It's not like super bad because I did play it for a decent number of hours. But it's there. It's very annoying. And there's also delay in other things. Some like stutter, frame stuttery type stuff, which I think could be from the the network requirements, the networking sort of latency requirements, mm-hmm. or from something else. Uh, I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but like. Drops, for example, will have that. So whenever you kill an enemy, and if that enemy may or may not drop stuff, there'll be a delay on what they drop, and, and what it may be. And then when you pick up those items, there'll be a delay in that. Also, on like opening chests, there'll be a delay before the items actually like you know spew out of the chest. There'll right. be like delay. We're talking like half a second to a second. It's like kind of small, but it's very noticeable. Right and then you combine that with a frame rate that barely hits 30 consistently uh, hmm. it, those things it, it's just not as smooth of an experience as I was hoping for and what I was seeing while watching my brother play the the PC version right so I mean, that there's, makes me... there's some What's room that?
0: For, there's some room for improvement though like with some network optimization it's got to something right
1: i think if i were to hardwire my PS4. Yeah. I would have I would have a way better experience. Yeah
0: I would I would say so too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think I think that's what the issue is, but so it's something to keep in mind. But I'm worried about the Switch version. Because of these issues I'm experiencing on the PS4 version. Uh I mean they're gonna have to drop the resolution down because it's already running at 30 frames on
0: I've been playing on my phone. (laughs) Come on.
1: Well, you can play it on your phone, but the res what's the resolution on your phone, right?
0: Maximise Maximum. It's it's four. Does,
1: it does it look good though? Does it look as good as the PS4 or the PC version?
0: Yes. Four K.
1: No. Really?
0: Yeah, I have a I have a Google Pixel five. Four K
1: that's probably four K <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I I'm not exact I, I have no idea what it is, but it looks it looks good. It looks fine. Um, it, for a mobile mobile game, it's not the best experience to be honest. But
1: well, if it is, if it isn't the graphical sort of horsepower that's needed, then it is my worst fear, which is the network, because the yeah. Switch doesn't have the best of networking either. So yeah, and my Switch is direct cabled. So yeah, as well, as is mine. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm worried about it and. You know, while playing the game, I liked what I played. It's just not a game for me. Okay. It's the story is light. It's I don't like the characters. It's just very tropey, anime tropey. Mm-hmm. In none of the good ways. And by good ways I mean I've I've played all those stereotypes so many times before. The cutesy characters, the the characters who you don't expect uh, how you expect to behave in one way, but they actually behave in this other way. But in that other way, they're also very, being very tropey and stereotypical. Like I've, I've experienced them all. So, and just because that they're doing those things and then the story that they're giving you isn't, it's not special. No, it's, it's very fantasy. It's very out there, but there's, there's no, no meaning to it. It's not like a dark story. It's very lighthearted story. It's there, but it's not, it's not bad. It's just it's not like it's it's not grabbing my attention whatsoever.
0: Okay. Well, I will say it's may, it just maybe not a game for you.
1: Yeah, that's-, that's 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 what I'm thinking. I could, but once again, I could see myself playing it more. It's just I don't want to dump all that extra time when mm-hmm. I could be playing you know something overall better, better right okay. so if i if i had to like sum up where i think it would land score wise i would probably say somewhere in the seven range mm-hmm. uh and maybe get up to a low eight if i had to guess if they were to make a switch version and it played as good as the ps4 version then i would say right around there
0: yeah that's still but a good the PC game
1: version, i would say is in the upper uh the mid to upper eights
0: yeah yeah it's still a good good
1: game, you know for having that kind of a, a score yeah, yeah I, I wasn't dis- the only thing that was disappointing was just that that weird quirkiness with the always online connectivity. Kind of so that's the only thing that was really uh, a drawback. Everything yeah. else was fine. I like the exploration of the world. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that you can you gonna have a, a good good deal of flexibility on 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 where you can move and how you traverse, because you can climb a lot of stuff, you can reach some pretty high heights, you can do the little glidy ability type stuff. All hmm. that stuff is pretty good, and there's cooking, but there, it also kind of seems like they threw a lot of stuff into the game for no reason at all. Like, like none of it was like it's like oh I love I gained a level, and the levels are kind of insignificant. So like who cares? Because all it does is just marginally increase your stats, which isn't that big of a deal. Right. Well,
0: I so, mean, it, it is an ever-growing game. Um, they can always add event or they, I know that they're going to add events, um, kind of like your MMO type of stuff. Uh, so, th- there's room for improvement, there's room to grow, which I think they, is important. So,
1: you know. Th- They've got a lot of events in there and stuff like that. There's certainly, they give you plenty to go with. especially for a game that's free and a game that's very, very large. You can definitely, if this game is your, tickles your fancy, you're going to be tickled for a long time because there's a lot in the game. And there's, if if you dig it, you're going to dig it for a long time because it's really, it's, it is a really good quality game. It's just not a game that I want to play, at least not on the PS4. If I do continue to play it, I think I need to just delete the PS4 version and get it on PC because i that that delay that sluggishness is is annoying enough.
0: Yeah, i wonder if you'd have a totally different experience if you were hardwired, but again, that's just not every, that's not everyone's uh, how everyone's set up, right? Some people are set up wired, some people are set up wireless, so to to optimize a game for two different things, i i think this, this has got to be compromised there, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah and i i so, moving on, I, I did play one other game, but I think we can talk about that game together. Oh. Uh because you also played it. What else have you been playing?
0: Um well, I've been still been playing Wintermore Tactics Club uh, a little less though because I've been playing Ninth Dawn 3. Again, I I kind of talked about this game and it's really grabbed my attention. Uh, there's just a billion things to do and, you know, if you follow the YouTube channel at all, I've been playing Ninth Dawn 3. Um, but what the game you're talking about, and it's kind of like the whole premise of this entire uh podcast episode is Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. Now, I I played maybe maybe thirty minutes of it, and I seem to like it. I I like. I'm not a I'm not a huge uh Warriors fan or a Misu game fan, but there was enough of. Uh, Like we had mentioned many times before, enough story, enough enough narration, narrative to push everything forward. It 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 felt it felt good. It felt like I was playing Breath of the Wild. Honestly, just a little more button mashy, I guess. Um, Yeah,
1: that was definitely lots of story.
0: Yeah,
1: they just just give it to you.
0: Yeah, like the first fifteen minutes are all it's all story, and I can only and and it's like I I think the demo, which again we'll talk about, is the first chapter. I pl- probably played like the first part of the chapter. I didn't even play that much of it. Yep. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, they, there's there's cool like like what they do with the remote bomb. It's cool what they do with the uh, the ice thing. The arrow like attacks are all cool. Like all the animations are really really fluid. The uh, the shield surfing ability is is awesome. Uh, That's overpowered. <laughs> what's that?
1: It's overpowered.
0: Oh, definitely! You could just circle around enemies and just annihilate them. Um, I got a fire staff from uh, one of those fire wizard guys, and that was really what powerful.
1: What did What did he do? He dropped it or something? Yeah, you didn't get it. Well, I fought that wizard with uh, not with Link. I fought him with Impa. Okay. So I didn't. I oh. wasn't paying attention as to whether or not I could have.
0: Yeah, def- it definitely dropped the fire rod, and I was able. I was able to use it on on a lot of the bigger enemies and. It would annihilate them. They would be on fire, and then I could just go in and just kill them pretty easily.
1: That would have been nice to do. Um, <laughs> uh, but there's a,
0: but there's a ton of stuff to do. There's, a, there's like weapons galore. Uh, there's crafting and cooking. The yep. weapon the, again, the weapons don't break, which is awesome. It, it's there was there was it, was it it looks like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you know, it it looks it's awesome. It looks like
1: it it is running at uh, 30 frames sometimes yeah. so I, I will say that the frame rate is 30 and it on a, on a good day it is 30 if you're spinning you could tell if you're if you sort of try to spin rotate the camera uh, in one direction you can definitely see like the the choppiness of the the images yeah uh, as it goes with the with the lower frame rate that it has but i mean it didn't really get in the way of playing the game.
0: I'll tell you what I've played games with like terrible FPS, like ten FPS at times, like Xenoblade Chronicles Two, and I had a freaking blast with that game. So I'm not as much as a as an FPS snob as a lot of people are. So I I, I mean I I'm okay with it at times, I guess.
1: I'm I'm okay with it too. I I played Perfect Dark on the N sixty four. I I got in that game. To sub ten frames
0: per second. And nice, still nice. Did you know? I heard. I just recently heard a thing. Speaking of Perfect Dark, that they actually had. They were a rumor. It was. I think it was a rumor or kind of like something that they were, they were going to do. with Perfect Dark is they were going to make you be able to put your face as the yeah. character. Yeah. So basically,
1: the, uh, the Game Boy camera.
0: Yeah, the game. Like you had to use the jumper pack on the controller and then put the Game Boy camera in the in that jumper pack or no. I'm sorry, it's the, um, shoot, what the heck is it called? Oh, it's
1: no. a memory card slot on the N64 controller. You just you plug in the Game Boy camera, it probably came with an adapter uh, to slot the Game Boy camera into that, into that memory card slot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, I forget what that, that intermediate piece was, but yeah, you would just take your picture and then you could be in the game, uh, which is really interesting for a game that, that you know, that old, that they were going to do that. They, they didn't anyway.
1: have it in there. It was in there as a feature, but then they removed it because they were probably afraid of, uh, all the newsy, you know, tipper gory type stuff where, Oh, someone took a picture of their, I don't know, of, of their teacher or of their whatever yeah. person. And now they're shooting them, right? Like yeah. Columbine didn't Columbine happen right around that time frame?
0: Um, not entirely sure, but yeah, I, I guess I guess I could see where that would go bad, but I think
1: well also like private parts, that's a thing
0: that would never happen.
1: <laughs> that that would never happen,
0: but yeah, back to age of calamity. I, I think we're in for a real real treat and and I, I mean, I think everyone's really excited for it. so really, really well, cool,
1: yeah, yeah. i'm I'm excited this story, just the amount of story surprised me. The one thing I didn't like, though, I don't, know if, I don't know if you noticed, but I did not care for Link's voice acting.
0: Wait, Link's voice acting? What do you mean?
1: Oh, the, 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 the grunts. Oh, and the okay. Uh, and the...
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. That, 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 that's alright. I mean, there were a couple of times where I wasn't just like, I guess I was just in an awkward area where the camera just had, had problems, didn't know what the heck to do. Um, but other than that, you know, just running from point to point, killing bokoblins, it's, it's gonna be fun. Yep. Yep.
1: It's
0: gonna be fun. Um,
1: you you didn't watch the trailer on that, did you?
0: The trailer? No. I,
1: I, I, like, I I did say
0: I'm, I'm trying to stay away from story stuff. Um, like, I, I watched it while I was at work, and, um, I just kind of just did something while that was going on. But it okay. was still on.
1: Because there was some spoilers on that big time.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't want to watch too much. I, I think they've already told us too much. I, I don't know if they're just trying to sell us really sell us on it. Guys, we are sold on it. Just yeah wait for the game to come out.
1: Definitely sold on
0: it. Yeah. Alright, cool. Alright, some new game announcements. We have Arkham Horror. Mother's Embrace brings interactive board games uh, to uh, to the Nintendo Switch um, and all sorts of other consoles. Let's see here. This is actually a board game. I've I've never played it, but um, let's see here.
1: I've played it. Um, Ark Arkham Horror. It it's one of those classics uh, in the board gaming realm. It's, okay. Yeah, this is not you know an unknown game that's a uh, board game that's been and there's been a few board games but this is not an unknown one people who are in the board gaming sphere uh they're very familiar with arkham horror they've played it uh they they've likely played it and uh i can definitely see them being a fan of something like this especially given our uh you know weird uh quarantine uh a lot of board gaming has been made impossible right uh, to do so a lot of people have moved over to like tabletop simulator and other uh aspects and a lot of board games have been getting converted into video game adaptations and this is another one so this,
0: yeah this is another one this is set to come out in 2021 and they already have a price on it for $20. But let me just read a small snippet here. This is on RPGFan.com. So, Asmodee Digital and Artifact Studio have announced that a new game based on the iconic board game Arkham Horror Mother's Embrace, previously announced as Mansions of Madness Mother's Embrace, is a tactical, squad-based, interactive adventure that combines RPG combat with exploration and investigative elements. Players can choose from 12 different characters from the Arkham Horror universe, and set about uncovering the Lovecraftian terrors that lie in wait, battling for the, their survival and sanity. It doesn't go into any more detail. Like I'd, I'd wonder if there were multiplayer aspects to this. Uh, I think that would, uh, especially as you had said, coming from that realm, that would be that would fit in really well here. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, next, we have uh, Chulu Saves Christmas. This is a Z-Boid Games. Uh, they're already, they're coming out with a um, with a physical uh, version. Uh, you can't get it out digital. It's actually, I think it's out now. Yeah, out now. Uh, so turn-based RPG comedy Chulu Saves Christmas, which first launched on PC via Steam in December 2019, has come to the Switch via Nintendo eShop on October 28th. Uh, PlayStation 5 is coming soon. Um, so the console versions will add a new game plus mode unlocked after clearing the game, which allows you to replay the game with a few, a few new story scenes and more difficult enemies. And then if you own the PC version, it's coming in as a free update. So yeah, if you want the, I don't know what kind of freebies, not freebies, added stuff is coming to the physical version, but limited run games is having that.
1: They're definitely going to pack it with freebies.
0: Yeah, they they typically do. I'm I'm trying to look look for it real quick.
1: I just love uh, how you pronounce the the character's name.
0: What Cthulhu, Cthulhu? Cthulhu? No, nobody knows how to say it. Nobody knows how to say it. Chulu. It's Cthulhu. I
1: like that. That's good. That's, st- stop making fun of me.
0: <laughs> I think
1: it's adorable. Shut so, your yeah.
0: yapper. There's there's just no way right no right way to say it. Okay. Um, I, I am trying to see what else is coming with this here. Give yeah. me one. Uh,
1: so, if in case uh, anyone's wondering what the game plays like, uh, I don't have the video up. It's a little difficult, but it's kind of like a sixteen-bit-ish style <laughs> RPG. Something it- that you would expect for like. Um, trying to think of an RPG that looks similar. So I, I'd say the Probably like Final Fantasy VI, yeah. um, right around that. Maybe, it's a, maybe Dragon Warrior.
0: It's the same developer as uh, Cosmic Star Heroine, so if you've played that, it's it, it works very similar in that case. So, yeah, I can't find the freebies. You guys will have to do your own research, but it is it is certainly coming out.
1: Oh, oh there we go. There we go. I got some gameplay with an ad.
0: So so you'll different. eventually have gameplay.
1: Yeah, um yeah, uh maybe this was made in uh RPG Maker because it's it looks like what you'd expect from an RPG Maker game, except this this is using a uh, better uh sprite art uh across the board, the environments and everything. Mm-hmm. Trying to see what the combat system looks like over here. Oh, that is weird. What is that combat system? They got turn handling. Um, it looks like it's an active time battle system, and you can see multiple turns ahead for the characters. And uh, let's see. What do you have for abilities? Oh, wow. You got like a folders of abilities. You got skills, items, and whatever unite. So turn-based combat could be very interesting how they pull it off because uh just the interface of what i see here is it's weird it's different so
0: and, and i want to say it was rated kind of good for uh for steam as well all right cool um moving on we have a sequel um for, for my time at portia and it is portia i want to set that straight because the devs corrected me it's not Portia. it looks like Portia. But it's Portia. Uh, anyway, uh, my time at Sandrock has been announced for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. There's currently a Kickstarter up for it. They're asking for a, they have a goal of 100,000 with 24 days to go. They've already they're already at 157,000, so they've reached their goal. I'm sure there's going to be tons of uh, stretch goals. Um, which they've already reached quite a few. Well, they have they have stretch goals up to five million. That seems seems like a stretch, <laughs> legitimately. But yeah, if you're into my time at Portia, it's kind of a a lifestyle sim uh, type of game. It does have some combat in it, some uh, house building thing things of that nature. I don't recall the social aspect of it. I don't recall if you could get married. I didn't play that much of it, but there is. There's that coming out.
1: It's it's got quite a nimble uh combat system in there. You got you know it's action, you're dodging and the dodges looked like they're actually animated pretty well.
0: Yep. Yeah, the Impressive. and I, and I will say the the animation or the trailer that they put up the animation and actually the character designs look look better. So there there is an improvement which is which is good to see. Uh it looks like there's a lot of like mini games, things things like that, so yeah, I, I think a lot of people will like it. I initially when, when I initially played it, I had a there were a lot of problems. They've since corrected a lot of the problems. Like the load time, I'm I'm not even exaggerating, was five minutes long between um, a lot of the uh, like zones from in your house to out of your house. That's a zone, five minutes. You have to do oh. that. A, you have to do that a lot. And they wanted you to build like your workbench and all that stuff inside your house. You just if that was the case, you just couldn't. All my stuff was outside. <laughs> that's, that's a deal breaker. Yeah, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. They like I said, they've since improved it, but the the load times were very bad. Cool. So that is my time at Sandrock, and they're hoping for spring twenty twenty two. Still a ways to go, but. Um, I thought we talked about seven nights, did we not?
1: I don't remember talking about those at all.
0: Yeah, Netmarble, we we definitely did.
1: I don't think so.
0: Are you sure? Maybe
1: if we did, because I'm looking at the UI and the combat system, it looks like something I've I've seen. Yeah. So we might have briefly mentioned it.
0: Yeah, I I believe we mentioned this this last, last week.
1: But I did not see this trailer. So this is sort of like a, a bigger expanded trailer that came out uh, looks about one week ago. Uh, a full version of the trailer.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a six minute trailer. Seven Nights Time Wanderer gets a November release date. So this is coming out really soon. Uh, Netmarble announced that its debut console title Seven Nights Time Wanderer will release on November 5th, 2020. The game will be available digitally on the Nintendo Switch through the eShop. Uh, a, a new six minute intro trailer, like I said, is viewable. This is on rpgamer.com. Um, and it's based off of one of the company's most popular mobile titles, Seven Nights. Uh, but it tells a different story. So. I mean, it does. It doesn't look bad. Uh, it doesn't look bad. I I don't know if it's a game for me, but it's a it's a turn based game. It definitely looks like it has its mobile roots. I will say,
1: it's clearly a mobile title, can you know, ported to the Switch. Yeah. But it's it looks. Uh, I mean, it's got good art. It's got you know decent enough animations. Uh, and some of the animations can look really good. So it's. It looks all right. It's not a game for me though. It, it kind of doesn't look like it's it's going to have and it doesn't look like it's going to have an interesting story that's unique. It kind of seems like it's keeping things safe and doing uh paint by numbers type stuff.
0: Yeah. I I could see that. I could see that. Oh, that is coming out in November. Cool. That is all the new game announcements, we are going to go over some of the upcoming RPGs. We typically save that for the end of the episode, but we're, we're changing things up a little bit. Uh, so today is the 28th, so we'll go up to the 4th with RPGs. So, what do we have? We have Chulu Saves Christmas, as we've said. Oceanhorn 2 has also been released. Uh, Wonderblade, now you had mentioned Wonderblade. Wonderblade comes out October 29th. Uh, Let's just read a little description. Oh, my God! The princess was captured by villainous maniac again. What are you waiting for? Grab your weapon and free the princess, save the world. Talk about paint by numbers. (laughs) You really do not know what's waiting for you. With all those sweet combos, killer finishing moves, and devastating magic abilities, the bad guys won't know what hit them. Don't forget to wear a costume to make you one-of-a-kind adventurer. Oh, man. Now you, you did mention it's got a really got a good cohesive. This is before we we uh, we started recording here. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got a good cohesive, uh, kind art of uh, style. Yeah, art yeah. style. The, yeah.
1: The the general sort of aesthetic uh, is very uh, the the style of which everything is drawn. It's all hand drawn type stuff. That's well mm-hmm. animated. It's cohesive all the way through. It sort of maintains that theme. Uh, I've, I would say kind of like Castle Crashers. It looks like similar. Yep. It's not the same style, but it's similar to Castle, Castle Crashers. It's a very side scroll action combat system, kind of like a, uh, a beat em up. Right. Kind of looks like that. You have this overworld, you're exploring around here and there. Uh, there's numbers that fly up as you deal damage. It looks very adventurous too. The You can do, I guess there's like underwater swim levels and whatnot that you can do in this. So it it kind of initially looks, you know, just from the name, right? Wonderblade, from, you know, used to be an iOS game, right? Ported over. So it kind of has Initially, like just the cover of it looked a little generic, paint by numbers type stuff. But when you actually look at it in the gameplay, it, you know, it, it looks kind of good. Kind of good.
0: And I'm, a, I'm, a, I was on the fence with this before. Actually, I was on the opposite f- side of the fence. I didn't think it looked good at all. I'm watching the trailer. It actually looks like it might be fun. Um, yeah. it, remi- it reminds me of a, like a Street of Rage type of deal. Obviously, in the Castle Crashers kind of, um, art style um because there's like levels where you're running away from things and you're dodging like um like you're in a sewer or something and you're, and you're dodging all these things coming at you and this big monster chasing you uh there's giant bosses um this one might be fun. I think I think you're right. Yeah. It but it definitely has its mo- again those mobile roots But uh that might not be bad. Might not be bad. Might look at this one. Might look at that one. Um, so this one's coming out October 29th. Uh, MSRP is 14 So, yeah, take a look at Wonderblade. What do we have next? Next, we have Demong Hunter. Demong Hunter is set to release October 29th. And this one... You love this one. Isn't that what you said?
1: No. <laughs> you were hating on this one a lot, too. And, you know, I was looking at it, and this is... Clearly yet another iOS port over to the Switch. Uh it but it's kinda has um if I had to describe the combat system, it's kind of up your alley. It's the uh isometric uh action combat RPG system like uh sword of you know secret of right? Yeah. Secret yeah. of mana, sword of mana yeah,
0: style. My, my biggest issues are the character designs. I'm I'm just not a fan of these these character. Kind of like your chibi type of character designs, just not for me.
1: I you don't have chibi characters in Secret of Mana. No,
0: <sighs> not like this, man. Not, not like, like this. this. Not like this. No.
1: Okay. No. Well, they, I will say I will agree with you that the characters are somewhat generic-ish. Yeah. But apparently, you get like weird. I don't know what to call it. It looks like a uh, a rabbit and a. Uh, Flan got mixed together.
0: <laughs> I see it. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh man! All right, so let's read a little description here. Studying three D graphics using tune rendering techniques. That's a new one on me. Experience a unique attack style with different characters. Attack, avoid, SD action to enjoy control. What?
1: Enjoy. <laughs>
0: Demong Hunter is the story of a hunter uh trying to regain peace by defeating the bug Demong created by the whole brain in the virtual world. I think this whole thing needs just a, a look see over. Uh we need to we need to rewrite this description. This is coming from the eShop, so that's just wow. there's, there's some translation issues I think here.
1: Minimum effort required to get onto the Nintendo eShop, apparently.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, the, I, I think it's more translation. Um, but, yeah. Take a look at Demon Hunter, October 29th, MSRP, 799
1: Well, just keep in mind, you, you buy what you pay for. Uh, there's that.
0: Yeah. Uh, next, we have Legends of Eternal. Legends of Eternal, October 30th. uh, Welcome to the world of Arcanus. On a day like no any other, a young boy returns home to find it in ruins and his parents gone. Armed with courage and driven by pain, his loss, he sets out on a journey to uncover the truth behind his family's disappearance. But what he discovers will forever change the world of Arcanus. So this is a 2D action RPG
1: yeah, I would I would kind of describe it slightly Metroidvania esque.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of digging this art style. I, I think it's it's kind of kind of cool. I'm trying to figure out what it's similar to.
1: Mm, it's kind of hard to to put a finger on it. It's it's simplistic. There's uh there's no like detailing. It's sort of like shapy. but yeah. it's handy. Like hand-drawn shapes to define characters, but the actual uh, sort of defining features, like featureless, there's there's no like eyebrows, no eyes, no mouth, no nose. Right, uh, right, right. You don't see individual fingers. Um, it has got that going for it. So it's, it's it's weird. It's good though. Like the environments are lush. They're detailed. They got multiple layers of of uh, parallax scrolling going mm-hmm. on. Uh, there's unique platforming elements that are going on. I have no clue if this is Japanese developed or Chinese developed, uh, but it's certainly uh, Eastern developed in in some way. And it's um, why are they talking about Xbox?
0: I don't know. In the description, you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it was a copy paste job okay. um, because it also says uh, unique and gorgeous art, admire beautiful 2D. Android art covering multiple environments, scaling up to a resolution of 4K on supported platforms. So this is definitely kind of a a copy, copy paste thing, but it's by Lucid Dream Studio, and they are where are they from?
1: Ah, uh, publisher is Natsume.
0: Oh, okay, that's wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah, these guys looks like they're look like they're from maybe Canada.
1: I highly doubt that.
0: What do you mean? You, why would you highly doubt that? I'm telling you.
1: Oh, okay. All right. You're <laughs> stuck on. Why, is, why is that gameplay trailer in a different language? In some sort of kanji characters?
0: I don't know. Are, are you sure you're watching the
1: right gameplay? Ah, I'm watching the right gameplay. Maybe that was a trailer for uh, a different. Oh, let's get rid of that. Uh. uh-
0: I'm not entirely sure. I'm actually on the developer's YouTube channel. They only have thirty-two subs. Um instant sub right here. So Lucid Dream Studio. Yeah. It looks yeah, it
1: looks, watching, I watched the same thing. You didn't see the kanji characters?
0: I'm sorry, no, I I, I I didn't.
1: Well, you need to get your eyes checked.
0: Well, I'm 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 trying I'm trying to read descriptions and, and be informative while you're just playing and watching movies the whole time. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to contact the authorities, I, I and 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 set things straight with you.
1: Anyway, so on Steam, on Steam it's listed as indie action adventure story rich, uh, and action adventure indie. So it's got all of those details in there. I don't know. It looks like a Metroidvania. So I'm surprised they don't have a Metroidvania title, and they, they list the RPG on that site. So.
0: Well, that, that's how it's listed in, in the Nintendo eShop, as an R. Uh, or it says role-playing. Yeah. Cool. That is Legends of Eternal, October 30th, 1999 is the MSRP, and that is obviously USD. Alright, what do we have next? I did not want to mention the next game, because I think that's gonna do it. Um, the next game is Bakugan and I wish it was On Bakugan.
1: Of Vestoria. vestroya
0: Okay, here, here's the thing, right?
1: That's For, a terrible I, name. Forget
0: about the name, okay? For, is there anyone out there that is going to get this? And if you are going to get this, what is drawing you in, honestly? Um, is it just the, you like Bakugan? Uh, it, can't, it cannot be the gameplay. Or the way it looks. It really can't be. If you
1: haven't seen the gameplay yet, and you are a fan of BuckCon and that's what's drawing you in, watch the gameplay, because maybe you don't want to get this.
0: Right. Because it just... I don't know. It just really looks bad. It looks terrible. Yeah. And especially with a licensed game like this, it, it seemed like no care went into, I don't know, the environment and anyone living in it. Uh, like...
1: not, not at all
0: <laughs> it's nothing, it's so stale it's...
1: Well, the, the gameplay it's, it's... Here, here's the gameplay in 10 seconds you run around a 3D field to pick up items by pressing one button the other buttons you're going to push is every now and then when you build up enough mana, you're going to push a button to make your Bakugan do something that's it that's the entire gameplay and if you can pick up more mana things to have your Bakugan do more stuff against the enemy's Bakugan, who's also in the same field, picking up stuff, then you're going to win.
0: It just looks so lazy. Like, they just ran out of... Uh, like They just didn't want to do it. I don't even know. It just looks so terrible. Um, it reminds me of another licensed game that just recently came out, Transformers Battlegrounds. You want to talk about nondescript environments. You want to talk about lazy... Just everything, especially being transformers. This is my childhood, and and it just looks so disgustingly lazy to me. Like there are transformers fighting in a city, fighting in a town. It's a strategy type of RPG. I don't th- well, I don't think it's considered an RPG. Whatever, I'll call it a strategy RPG. So they're in this town, and there's again, there's nothing around. There's no like. I don't know, people or like dust flying around, give me like I don't know a tumbleweed something something.
1: Man, Transformers to do that franchise proper, it would make such an awesome action mech combat game. Just it, well,
0: obviously uh, like obviously, right? Like the, that's yeah. what they are.
1: <laughs> why why has that not happened yet in, I, in the ways that we want them to be, right? I don't know. Oh man! It can even be a tactics-based mech game.
0: When when I had heard that the Transformers was going to be kind of like this tactical strategy RPG type of thing, I'm like, that sounds freaking awesome. Watch the gameplay. Like the voice acting is the most. It's it's very bad. It is so bad. And this is an animation, right? Originally, like you want to hit on. I don't know animation in your game. You want to hit on voice acting in your game. You want to hit on anything else that has to do with like a cartoon or anime. Anime, oh, terrible! Absolutely terrible! So so lazy.
1: I think we struck a nerve.
0: Oh man, like my love for Transformers just is is way too much for these guys. Like I don't, <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. You you're gonna cry. Oh, we actually, we should have mentioned this in, uh, it's not a new game announcement. It's in our, our rundown here. We knew this was coming. They just re- announced a release date for it. Haven launches December 3rd for PS5, Xbox Series, Xbox One, PC, and 2021 for the Switch. Haven, I like the look of this game. I think it, I think they're doing really, really cool stuff with it. It's a kind of, I think it's a is it a brother-sister story? Um,
1: um I don't think it's brother-sister They're holding hands and flying Around it might be like I think they're A couple
0: they're a thing they're An item
1: I think that yeah I think okay. it's you know Boyfriend well, girlfriend
0: whatever it is husband wife. Okay well you got this couple It looks like like it's very Uh if you remember what No Man's Sky like that kind of like The vibrant colors in there um, I think it's got a lot of, it's It's like almost like a resource management, but it's definitely an RPG. Cool, cool stuff there. Even.
1: Well, I don't know about the RPG side of it. That part, I don't know. You, uh, it, ch-
0: you don't?
1: I, I, I don't know. It's hard to tell with, uh, I mean, this trailer is a story trailer, so. Yeah, yeah. Just watching that alone is, is kind of hard to tell, but it looks, it looks good. Oh, wow. Here's a, no, no, that's a different game. Well,
0: I'll read, I'll read the Steam description. Uh, yep. Two, two lovers. Okay. So that answers that question. Two lovers gave up everything and escaped to a lost planet to be together. Glide through a mysterious landscape, explore a fragmented world and fight against what's tearing them apart in this RPG adventure about love, rebellion, and freedom. I don't know. I, I, I absolutely I love this art style. I'm digging it.
1: Oh, there is a combat system. It's turn based.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 seeing that as well. I thought it was an action action uh
1: it's RPG. an active act time though. Okay. It looks like you have to build up, and then you can hit a button to do your attacks.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. I
1: guess, I guess you have to sync it too, so I guess there's uh the combination of, of the the couple, you have to sort of move together in unison. Uh, there's a lot of interaction stuff. It's very story-heavy. It's it's about their relationship, seemingly. So, you know, this is... Uh, it looks good. It, yeah. it looks like it's going to be a, a thing that want a more... Uh, people that want a more story-heavy... Um, and... Um, what's the word for it? Uh, intimate, intimate story between two characters yeah
0: yeah yeah definitely definitely looks interesting
1: all right today
0: we had a nintendo mini direct as i said as they said it was the last one of 2020 so i'm really hoping that we get something else i mean we're at the beginnings of november i guess we'll say and um Couple months, I think that's enough to maybe have a regular Nintendo Direct. For something. I mean, I don't think we'll have twenty twenty release days or, or games that will release in twenty twenty. Yeah.
1: Well what they said is that this is this is going to be the last partner direct. Right. So right. we certainly I think we're certainly gonna get an indie direct. Okay. And I think there is a good chance that we'll get a Nintendo, a full-fledged Nintendo Direct, which we haven't gotten since when? <sighs> when was the last major one? It is when they did Pikmin, wasn't it? Was that? Was that a major one or was that a mini one?
0: Uh, it might have been mini. I have no idea. We were all expecting a mini uh, I mean a regular one for E3 time. We never got one then.
1: Yeah.
0: But anyway, so, we, yeah, it, it was a, a pretty substantial uh stuff not it it was good it wasn't as good as i think yeah. the la- the last one but it was a good one
1: yeah yeah uh, it it was definitely good and it came out of nowhere too it just dropped
0: yeah it was it was just a shadow shadow drop
1: yeah
0: um uh, i'm o i'm okay with that i don't i don't mind that i i 'cause i hate the announcement and then you gotta wait like the next day or or whatever but the uh the first game there was bravely default um they went into you know they got a lot of response for for uh from the survey that they had sent out for their demo, and then, then they went into a little bit more story stuff. They went into some other asterisk, uh other job types, one of which, I'll have to pull up a thing here, because I don't see it here. Uh, one was a gambler. Oh, man, what was the other one? The asterisk bearer. Dun, dun, dun.
1: Uh, that's uh, right. Gambler and bard. Oh uh, it was yeah it was
0: actually a few it was um a vanguard i think we already had it was a bard yeah. and the gambler and and the beastmaster Do we already know about the beastmaster
1: no we uh, didn't i can't remember but they, they did say that you can kind of like in um, how you can summon partners or allies in um in octopath right. that's that's what the or even uh what was that class called in, in octopath where you could actually summon a beast to well, yeah uh, help. Um, oh, you don't summon a beast. The beast just does a special attack.
0: I'm trying to yeah. think of what character that was. It was a particular character, was it not?
1: Yeah, it was It was the lady that was from the hunting village. Yeah,
0: I can't remember her name. hunter lady. But anyway, yeah, we, we were introduced to the bard, the beastmaster, and the gambler, and the vanguard. I thought, I'm pretty sure that we already knew that vanguard existed. Yeah. But this is kind of like your pet paladin uh, type of character. Uh, White mage...
1: Uh, they have a few more, so they, they're going to quickly... I'm at the part in the trailer where they talk about certain characters and what their class is. So, yep. just... All right. so let's see, Seth. Uh, so they got a scholar, mercenary, Yep. princess. Okay, that's not their classes. Never mind.
0: Okay, so yeah, there, there was a lot that was discussed here. Um, I think it might even look better. The footage that we saw looked better than what the demo was, so there yeah. there may be some improvement there. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but like I said, some of the jobs that we can be acquired at the Vanguard, White Mage, Bard, and Beastmaster, and Gambler. Uh, the Gambler had like an interesting mechanic. Like, um, I think the the I think the skill or spell or whatever it was was called Liver Die, and and like a kind of like a roulette wheel came up and then it landed on the skull and the bard died so essentially like you killed yourself i guess you had like a 50/50 chance of killing yourself or something um so it's really kind of <laughs> kind of interesting in how the gambler there's a lot of rng in the gambler uh but the bard i'm, I'm i've always been interested in bard type characters so i i think that one will probably be fun um you know buffing and debuffing basically I, that's the first thing I think of when, when I think of Bard I don't know what you think of but that's kind of how I how they're like a battlefield manager
1: I agree with that yeah they exactly as I said battlefield manager I, I am not a fan of gamblers I <laughs> that's I, a lot I, of
0: RNG right <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's just too much RNG for me I saw that that roulette wheel spin and I'm like i uh, I'm never going to select that <laughs> class. Just get out of here.
0: Um uh the white mage obviously yeah, white mage are was helpful. Uh vanguard definitely helpful. Uh you know, your paladin type characters, but the beastmaster is also also interesting as well.
1: Yeah. So so they kind of commented on uh feedback, so they mentioned, oh yeah, by the way, we got like 20,000 people responding with feedback based on the demo that they released earlier this year, and then they said, "Oh, because of the feedback, we did a couple of things." And then they mentioned those things, and one of them was the gameplay, the difficulty.
0: Yeah, the people said it was way too difficult.
1: Too difficult. Which it, I mean, it kind
0: of, it kind of was a little difficult. Uh, there were some difficulty spikes. I will just say that there were some difficulty yeah. spikes. It it was. It wasn't a well-done demo, okay? Because there was just difficulty spikes kind of in random areas. Um, So
1: this is going to have three difficulties. It's going to have casual, normal, and hard. So is that changeable on the fly, and is there going to be incentive? Because there's been plenty of RPGs that have had uh, uh, difficulties changeable on the fly, and some of them uh add incentives to when you boost the difficulty to higher levels and that became a fun little thing to tool around with like like the tails franchise when you increase difficulty you get more rewards for it so yeah like more
0: uh, more xp more gold that sort of stuff
1: yeah i think it was tied to the grade system in tails it also kind of depended on which tails game you're you're talking about yeah yeah, it was kind of like yep
0: wow yeah yeah, I don't I don't know if they'll let you change it on the fly. I have no idea. Uh so tr- 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 Yeah, did we I I I I thought we had a release date for this already. But we no, appar- no. apparently apparently we didn't. I yeah. just had I had it in my mind and maybe I was hopeful it was coming out this year, but apparently it's not. It's coming out February 26, 2021. So we got a little bit of time. It'll be here before you you know it.
1: That's for yeah. sure. More months um that's that is uh i i was with you i was kind of expecting it in like december but if it gets pushed by two months that's not a big deal whatsoever and this kind of has something this adds something to look forward to at the the very beginning ish of yeah. next year
0: yeah because we need it i mean there there isn't if you forecast rpgs for the switch out Kind of frightening. <laughs> it's kind of scary. All right. Next on that direct, we had Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town, uh, set to release release on March twenty third in North America, March twenty sixth in Europe. I don't know why they do that. I mean, I'd be mad. I don't know. I I don't know why there there's a separation there. But why? Well, I don't know. Whatever. All right. You can find Story of Seasons: Pioneers of Olive Town. Ah, uh, reveal uh, as part of the Nintendo direct presentation. this is on RPGsite.net. dot net. I am not very familiar with the story of seasons games. are are you familiar with them at all?
1: Yeah, it's Harvest Moon,
0: ok. so it it is Harvest Moon.
1: yeah, it's it's uh, the same people that make Harvest moon. it's it's that they just can't use the name Harvest Moon anymore or. We we've talked about this, but anyway, it's that. So this is Harvest Moon, and this looks like it's the next major iterative jump gameplay-wise. Yep. From Harvest Moon, and it kind of seems like it. The stuff that they're showing here is kind of a big deal because they got some stuff now. It's a it's a step back from games like uh, Stardew Valley, but.
0: What do you mean it's a step back?
1: Uh, so it, Sardew Valley has just so many different things that you can do. Okay. But it also has, uh, the dungeon delving combat side of stuff.
0: Oh, gotcha. Where,
1: yep. where Harvest Moon never had combat. It, there might've been one or two offshoots of Harvest Moon, but it's never been about combat whatsoever. If, if it even had it, it was all about farm management town, uh, role-playing, uh, going around town, doing the selling of stuff, and, uh, enhancing your home and your housing area, but this one, it, if I had to say, it's sort of taking all the things that Harvest Moon did, and it's going in the direction of Animal Crossing, that's what it looks like to me, it looks like there's a lot of Animal Crossing stuff that they added into this in a kind of exciting way.
0: Yeah, I, I could... I definitely noticed that uh animal
1: crossing inter like
0: intermingling
1: yeah there you can you can decorate your uh, i don't know if it's just your your farm area or if it's parts of the the town or or the larger part of the land itself i don't know if if this is open. World ish, or or if your farm is its own zone, and then you have to when you go to town, that's a different zone. Right. Those things I don't know, but well, what they do show off is that yeah, you're you're decorating your environment. That's something they do not do really in the Harvest Moon game. That's an Animal Crossing thing.
0: Right. I, I gotta tell you though, I'm looking at some of these screenshots and I and I watched it right, and I'm just like, oh man, I'm I'm just getting tired just watching this work. Like this just work to me. Like I, I just don't find these types of games enjoyable. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe just people like just kind of relaxing type of stuff, and that that's all good. That's just you know your thing. I just I don't know, man. It's like constantly growing your your radishes or strawberries, and gotta get them watered or they're done. Uh, I, I'm I'm already stressed out just thinking about it, and I have. Actually. I just
1: can't do it eventually you will get the automatic sprinklers. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. All right. It, I'm excited for it because it looks like a very good direction for uh for the game for the people that made the original Harvest Moon and and they're finally it, the engine actually looks like it it looks good and it mm-hmm. looks like it runs well. That's the most important part. It looks like right. it runs well enough. So, I'm excited for it. Uh I'm Probably not going to play it, but I think uh, my girlfriend yeah. would be all about this. Yeah, it, it, looks, it looks good
0: for those people. Those yeah. them people. Uh,
1: I would enjoy <laughs> this if I didn't already get my fill of Harvest Moon gameplay with previous Harvest Moon games and with Stardew Valley. So right. I would have uh, been all excited about it. Also, it's I played Animal a- Crossing earlier this year, so... Yep. I've played too many of these games uh, too recently, so it's too much, and it's
0: too much work. It's way too much work. <laughs> all right, we also had more stuff from Immortals: Phoenix Rising. I mean, like they just continue to pound you with all this stuff, and I wish, like, I wish publishers would just, and devs would just stop this. They just oh. knock you over the head with this stuff.
1: You you skipped a game?
0: No, I didn't. What you did? What game? Yeah.
1: So just before they talked about that, they talked about the, uh, what's it called?
0: Oh, yes. Well, they didn't what's talk it? about it. This was actually in the Japanese version. Um.
1: No, it's not. Roof Factory 5? No. That's no. Not it. Then what are we talking about? We're talking- Survive and Thrive in a Post-Apocalyptic Future.
0: Oh, you you stink. I'm going by- Guys, he's not going by the list, Okay. <laughs>
1: by the order of the of the direct
0: this is this is madness this is Are we, abs- not,
1: I thought we were following that order to the t and now you we know, have DVD.
0: you know what this is your show go ahead go ahead uh, what do you want go ahead
1: you know, i'm just gonna mention this game <laughs> uh what's it called it's called let's see here surviving the aftermath so that's the game i guess uh, i'll read off a quick description Survive and thrive in a post-apocalyptic future. Resources are scarce, but opportunity calls. Players can build the ultimate disaster-proof colony, protect their colonists, and restore civilization to a devastated world. Remember, the end of the world is just the beginning. The Nintendo Switch version of Surviving the Aftermath launches in spring 2021. And there is some interesting stuff for this game. I'm excited. So if you just look at the video work, right? Visually impressive. Mm-hmm. It's got your colony, but then it also has like a world map. Uh, it's got, certainly has combat. And it looks like it was like other people or like bandits, scavengers, whatever, that right. are assaulting your your uh, your compound, colony compound or whatever. So you got to defend against that. Uh, I'm guessing you're going to go out and... Uh, have colonists go out on teams and go on excursions uh, and travel around, and perhaps there will be even more combat environments there. Mm-hmm. And some of the details of this game, I mean, there, there's some interesting stuff. Like, uh, let's see here. Uh, you you have to recruit multiple people, and there, there's a lot of people with, uh, it says here, 80 unique specialists each with their own skills and motivations. So unique motivations to manage your colony's resources and production. Send them beyond the gate on scientific missions, scavenger runs, and to fight bandits. So you can send them out to do combat with the bandits, as I said before. Uh, The fact that they are... um, Here's an interesting thing. There is a reputation management system. Right. says here... Every decision can have dire consequences on your colony's survival. Your reputation with other societies will affect your ability to trade and can even affect your relationship with their leaders. Colonists have a mind of their own and will react to your choices. That is some exciting stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm interested to see how, like, because it's almost like base building. It reminds me of, uh, I think you had mentioned this, Frostpunk. Yes. Uh, Um, so there's, yeah, there's just like, how big can your settlement be, and then how you maybe interact with, like, neighboring towns, uh, things like that. I think that'll be an interesting mechanic. Um, but yeah, I I kinda, I'm kinda digging what they have going on here. It's post-apocalyptic, but it doesn't look like fallout green and browns, like, there's, like, there's some vibrant colors popping in in there as well.
1: Yeah. Uh... Uh, a word of caution that i will uh sort of raise now the game is uh playable on steam early but access, it is yeah. in early access yeah and the review score for it is uh the user review is at 64 percent positive so it that's a very low rating however it's early access, so probably a lot of those complaints and displeasure is be based on the fact that it's early access is probably buggy and unfinished and stuff like that. So this can certainly become a way better game, and I've seen like grid systems, almost like hex, hex style grid. Right. I mean, this is a this is kind of exciting. I'm I'm excited for this. I'm I'm definitely interested because you can. You can imagine, like this is kind of like Civilization mm-hmm. meets Fallout.
0: Right. That that's a great, great analogy. I I think you hit it right on the head there.
1: And if you're not excited for that, then I, you must be crazy.
0: Well, you've so. been recently playing Civilization, haven't you?
1: I've been a Civilization fan forever. I played, you know, I think I started playing on Civ three, and I've been playing every single one.
0: Nerd. All right. Cool. Um,
1: <laughs> was. Back- it- before Civ three was Alpha Centauri. I think that was my very first, uh, you know, dive into uh, Civilization style games. And yeah. Alpha Centauri, was the best one. Yeah, I think I
0: think this is definitely one that they kind of snuck in there, and kind of cool, kind of cool. Um, I I guess we're going by your list. So what's what's next?
1: Well, next in the reel, uh, the the direct reel is. Uh,
0: the uh immortal. Oh, so now now I can read. Can I read what I was gonna read?
1: Yes. Now we're back on track. Yeah.
0: <sighs> during a surprise Nintendo mini, di- uh, d- sorry, during a surprise Nintendo Direct mini partner showcase presentation. Wow, that is. I don't know why I have problem with that 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 little. Anyway, uh, Nintendo revealed Immortal's Phoenix Rising will be coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Um, again they've been just hammering this game to death. I don't know if they're just really trying to sell you on it. I have no idea. But we're constantly getting story trailer, this character trailer. Look at this character. Look at this.
1: Look at that. Look at it's like, "Wow, just just stop. Just knock it off." Oh, well, one big thing that they mention here is that they have a it seems like the they Focus on the weapons they use in the in the combat system. Mm-hmm. And there's only three weapons. There's a sword, an axe, and your bow. And I like that. I like it. You know, you got your, your heavy weapon. You got your, your versatile, you know, uh, balanced sort of, does, can do everything Swiss Army knife, sword. And then you got your ranged, you know, bow stuff. And right. just those three weapon types, I like that. Yeah, and they very clear, usable sort of, you know, move sets and stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Right, and they had mentioned that you can switch um, in mid-combo to create these crazy combinations. Uh, there was one thing where it looks like they were trying to solve a puzzle using the axe, and, or, I'm sorry, using the bow, and they were kind of trailing the arrow into, like, these little circles, so, so it was kind of like you were moving the arrow in mid-flight, which was kind of kind of cool. Um, I did see you. You saw a lot of the, the leveling up. So you can look like you can level up your, or not level up, but change your mount and maybe just uh change a few things on your mount. It, like there were all different skill sets for your each of those of those three weapon types. Uh, which yeah. was kind of cool. So it seems like there's a lot of lot of customization, um, there. Uh, there was a lot oh, of yeah, fl-
1: yeah. and you got armor, different armors that you can grab and. The armors themselves will not only will they look, it it looks gorgeous. Like they they got some cool looking armors, uh, but they'll have different abilities on the armors. Like you know, I'm reading one right now that says 21% chance to triple stamina stamina gained on hit. Hmm. So it, and that one has, uh, I guess it gets another ability. I don't know. It says four, so I guess you can level up armor interesting anyway it's got that the one thing i'm a little scared of is on that sort of uh freeze frame i have all the way in the very top of the screen to the right they got one two three four five six seven eight different resources <laughs> different, yeah like what is that
0: well maybe like it looks like they're say the gems there's a yellow a blue a red and a purple
1: and an orange
0: Oh and it, yeah, but I don't know what the orange is. It looks like it might be something separate.
1: Yeah, it might be. Yeah.
0: But maybe those four gems, going to something different. Like your gold gems are used for, I don't know, leveling up your axe or your sword, and then one is used. I don't know. I have no idea.
1: All those different currencies just have me. Uh, I I just hope they're not currency. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I. Of all the things, like, they, they don't discuss that. Um, but,
1: yeah, it's
0: coming out December 3rd. So, I, I I'm actually am interested in this game. I just wish they would just stop.
1: The game is so good looking.
0: Yeah. Just, you don't like the name, right? I don't think anybody likes the name.
1: Ah, no one likes the name. Name's terrible.
0: Yeah, I wish they would have st- stuck with what they had, gods and monsters.
1: They could take all they need to do to make the name good they got three different words in there. Remove one word, any word you want, and the, it will have an awesome title.
0: This immortal. That's literally e- all you have to do. Yeah, immortals rising, bingo, done.
1: Phoenix rising.
0: Immortals phoenix. No, that doesn't work. Right. Still rising phoenix. Rising phoenix. Something.
1: I mean, <laughs> just remove one word, and it and it and it's great.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah. I I I uh I'm 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 awaiting I'm awaiting for the game. Cool. What's next? I I don't even know what list you're going on, but it ain't my list. So.
1: Uh, we already covered this. I mean, they 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 briefly showed Bakugan stuff.
0: Yeah, forget it. Just keep going.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, I I can't believe that game is being made. <laughs> All right. After that. Which, is, which won't be on your list, is uh, they get into Grifflands. It is on my list. Hey, there we go. Bingo.
0: So yeah, Grifflands is a deck-building roguelike where you fight and negotiate your way through a broken-down sci-fi world. Every decision is important, be it the jobs you take, the friends you make, or the cards you collect. Death comes quickly, but each play offers new situations and strategies to explore. Again, this was one of those games um that was just kind of shoehorned in there. Nobody again not really expected kind of a surprise, which is which is awesome. But again, it's it's one of those those hand drawn type of games, deck building card based roguelite or
1: roguelike, I don't know. Yep. RPG. It's uh so it's available on the debt there's a free demo available to play on steam the game is available to play as is in early access on steam it's uh it's got lots of user reviews which is sitting at a 96 percent wow. positive 96 that's quite high the game is uh it, it's looking real good with, with the graphical style. Uh, it's, pre- it's It looks like it's also doing some unique things as well. There's a lot of wackiness going on. And here, uh, some of the... And you mentioned it, the animation. I mean, it's, it's quite lengthy and well animated. It's almost like you're watching a uh, Saturday morning cartoon uh, type thing or a more modern day uh, adult swim uh, type of uh, put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I will say... Steam uh, sort of suggests games that are similar to this one. And one of the first ones, Darkest Dungeon, is very similar. Apparently, Steam thinks this is similar to Darkest Dungeon. And that, to me, is a great, great thing.
0: It it is a great thing. Um, And one of the other great things is uh, that it's from the creators of Don't Starve, uh, Mark of the Ninja... I, I haven't played these other ones, Oxygen not including, and Invisible, but I know that Don't Starve and Mark of the Ninja are pretty well known.
1: And Shank. And Shank 2.
0: Okay. I, I'm not familiar with those. Yeah. But yeah, this this looks looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very excited for it. What was the date on that one? Uh, they give they, a date? Yeah, it
0: says 2021. Um oh, let me, sorry.
1: Would you say summer, a cr- summer of twenty twenty? Oh wow, not not for a while. I
0: mean, considering they're in early access for Steam, they're already adding mod support, which makes me think they're closer to finishing up that game.
1: Yeah, I I think what they're doing is they're just polishing, which is great. Like they're going the extra mile because it already looks real good. Mm-hmm. I
0: agree. I agree. One game we didn't get here in the West, but Japan got was Rune Factory 5. Uh, they have a release date in Japan on May 20th. So they showed off a lot of the the main characters, things of that nature. Again, this isn't this isn't a game for me, but I understand that a lot of people absolutely love this love this game. And I will tell you that I, I think the animation, the character design, the environment, I think it all looks kind of okay. Again, even though it's not a game for me, but I will say having... It looks like there's there's combat in Rune Factory, so it yeah. it may be more in line with the way I like games, but I don't know.
1: It's it's going to play more like Stardew Valley, except with 3D models and, and 3D graphics. Okay. So, yep. And uh, what they're doing, the reason why that game doesn't look super, super well is because Rune Factory games have been on uh, the 3DS for a bit. Okay. So they're probably just taking assets that they've already developed for DS, 3DS titles and then have enhanced that engine and enhanced those models to... And then port kind of... Not not straight port. I'm not saying it's a port. It's certainly a brand new game, but they're sort of leveraging some of the stuff that they've already developed for prior titles.
0: Yeah. Kind of similar to what Pokemon did.
1: Yep.
0: Anyway, so yeah, that was in the Japanese direct. Uh that makes the Western localization still having only a 2021 as its launch window days. So we still have no idea when we're getting it. It looks like Japan is also getting like this premiere edition where you get like um you get a soundtrack, art book, that sort of stuff. Some good a good boxed box edition. Why don't we get good stuff like that?
1: Tired. I don't
0: know. I'm tired of it.
1: <laughs> Did we hit everything RPG wise? Um, I think so. I mean, uh, I'm I'm trying to go through stuff, trying to see. There was uh, some interesting stuff with the cloud service stuff. I don't know if you want to talk about that.
0: Yeah, I think I actually do want to talk about that. Um, I think it's kind of cool that no more heroes were getting all of them at this point. So that is kind of cool. I just kind of wanted That's to, the stuff, I know, I know. I just, I just, yeah. I did want to, I wanted to mention that. And then uh the cloud stuff we're talking about, kind of like your streaming in of game. We're getting two of them actually, none of which are RPGs, but I wanted to talk a little bit about them. Uh We have control, which won a ton of awards, whether you like yeah. the game or not. It won, it won a lot of awards um as well as Hitman 3. Both Hitman 3 doesn't have a release date. Control is actually out now. You can get it now. It also has a demo associated with it. I believe it's a time demo, maybe like 15 20 minutes or so. Uh but from what I hear, it plays pretty good. Now, again, it's we're going to run into the same situation like you did with your PS4 and Genshin Impact. Maybe. With, maybe. You're right. Maybe uh with well, I mean, it's going to rely on your network. Well my,
1: my switch is direct connected, so right. maybe that's
0: be better. Right. So for people who who aren't directly connected or maybe yeah, or just playing handheld, like how how is that affected? I don't know. No. And and not everybody's internet is created equal, which always concerns me with stuff like this. So if you are gonna get into these streaming type of games, you're gonna wanna make sure you have your you either hard I would say hardwired ultimately. Uh, but make sure you have a decent enough, you know, Wi-Fi connection, uh, good throughput, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll uh, follow up because I'm definitely gonna. I downloaded the uh, the cloud client, so I'll definitely follow up with my my sort of uh, gameplay session of the demo and and let you let you guys know how well that goes. Yeah. But- it's exciting, right? This this type of tech finally making it over from what used to be Japan only mm-hmm. is now making it over here to the states. I guess uh, there's a bigger push for that sort of stuff. Obviously, everyone's locked in; no one can go out. So a lot of online play has been a big focus, especially mm-hmm. with uh, with Smash. Right? They've they've been focusing more in Smash Brothers on improving online play. which is something that they never really sort of focused on and now they're focusing on. So the fact that they're bringing cloud over here, to me, can be, it depends, a very good sign. I just hope that this cloud, these these games that are cloud available are, I mean, with Control, maybe that one's probably uh, way too performance intensive because it's a very good looking game. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're doing some very high tech, uh, graphical rendering stuff in that game. And by having it stream on the cloud, we're not going to take as as big of a hit in graphical fidelity than we would have if they ever were able to ma- uh, to get this game running on the Switch natively. Right. So, that's a good trade-off. I just hope that this isn't a trade-off that's being made because we won't get a Switch Pro. That's my only concern.
0: Yeah, I would I would much rather have a Switch Pro over streaming in and- Of uh, cloud based games Uh, I did see that there were options for performance mode or um, uh, graphical mode there were two different modes and the difference between them wasn't really much as as in terms of what control had to offer again I'm just going off of people what people said on on Twitter so this does this is this going to open the door to like bigger titles like off the top of my head, I'm thinking, all right, I didn't get to play Final Fantasy Seven remake. Am I gonna get to be able to play it now?
1: That might be a thing. I mean that, this opens up a huge door. Huge right. door.
0: Like will third party like third parties now uh be be into this and like if it works, like if it works, right? I just what I'm what I'm always I just don't want it to limit the audience, right? Because like I had mentioned before, it's going to depend on your Wi-Fi. Like, if you have a terrible connection, how, how does it handle that? Well, like, if I go outside and try and play this game, how, how is it going to handle that, but I'm, you know, I'm still attached to my, my Wi-Fi? How, how, how are things going to work?
1: Well, I mean, if you're in a situation where you don't have good reliable internet, well then yeah, definitely don't get this and you know, bite the bullet and either get a PC or get a get a PS four, PS5, Xbox whatever. One, series, whatever it is, to do it. I mean that that's where you're gonna have to do it. And if your internet isn't all that great, well you're probably saving money yeah. to some degree. And that extra money that you're saving, just buy a beefier console. Yeah. Right? And run it natively yeah but, and, go ahead. Yeah. well, uh, I think I was gonna say so go ahead.
0: My apologies. Well, I was gonna say like the other consoles you're you can't take them outside, right? So I mean, you're essentially playing it like the other consoles, so I mean there really isn't a difference there, right? I don't know
1: well would you, how well would this run in handheld if you're at a good wi-fi spot that's another concern too right the cloud service you're gonna test this out right it can be tested so that that would be a very good test to see like okay here's how well it runs wired and then here's how well it runs you know 10 feet away from your wireless node, 20 feet away right Right. which node how powerful is it right how what's the battery drain if any uh what i will say is this kind of allows, this is actually landing at a really good spot where it gives me peace of mind knowing that the these games are coming out in the near future, can hit the ground running because we're getting a next-gen console release very, very soon. In a matter of weeks, the PS5 and the Xbox Series X are mm-hmm. going to be coming out. And that's a bigger jump up in graphical prowess. Yeah. And we're not really going to miss out with this kind of tech. We could actually get Cyberpunk. I
0: was just gonna Switch. I was just gonna say that. I'm like, there's no way we're going to get Cyberpunk. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I would love that. It is coming out for Xbox One.
1: Eh. You say there's no way, but there's not through cloud service we'd get Cyberpunk on the cloud.
0: Okay.
1: It'd be cloudpunk.
0: <laughs> well, there, there already is a game called Cloudpunk. They can't do it. Um, give me Dark Souls three. Give me Dark Souls one, uh, two and three. I, mean, I, I think
1: I think Dark Souls games can run natively on Switch.
0: Yeah, well, give me them. Okay, I want them. Hmm. It certainly does open that that door. I'm
1: excited. Hopefully, we get it. I mean that that's gonna be a thing. I think I think that's actually gonna be a thing when Microsoft. Is going to be ready to announce their Xbox service, Yeah, X-Cloud. Services, the cloud, and all that. Yeah, the cloud, the the Game Pass, and whatever, whatever the other service that they have. I think it's all coming to the Switch. That's what I think.
0: That'd be, that'd be fantastic. Because I'm I'm liking what Xbox is doing with all the additions they've made with their dev- developers, so. Yeah. Very good. That's actually going to. Oh, no. Wait. we got one more thing. Rumorland. Oh. No. Did you want to discuss Rumorland? Yes. Okay. You can discuss it. Go ahead.
1: Go. All right. So, Rumorland looks like uh, Bando Namkai has Bandai, uh, registered ba- a trademark. Bandai called... Namco. I want to say Namkai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know where that came from.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go. Go. All
1: right. Uh, they registered a trademark uh, in Japan and apparently in Europe as well mm-hmm. for Tales of Luminaria. Hmm. Tales of Luminaria. What is that? Well, that is probably going to be the next game that's coming in the Tales series. They're already working on and actually very close to releasing Tales of Arise. so
0: tales of arise was just delayed wasn't it
1: it was delayed but they're in the they're in the later stages so don't definitely definitely you know they're very close to release on that they're on the polish phase uh most likely and that game is coming out uh i think it's going to be early next year i think that's what it got pushed out to yeah uh, So it's coming soon and now they have this one that is being registered so this one has been in development probably for at least a year maybe longer if i had to guess is that this is going to be a switch specific tales game say what That that's what i'm guessing because i think what they're doing is what capcom is doing which is capcom made monster hunter world for for the current gen mm-hmm and because the uh, world engine at the time couldn't work on switch they also decided hey we're also going to make a unique custom game for the switch specific to the switch which they already announced uh what was that like a month ago or a couple weeks ago Yep. uh uh, monster rise right yep so i think this might be you know there's tales of arise for uh the current and next gen systems and i think there's going to be a tales of uh you know luminaria for switch i would specifically. I would absolutely love that i uh, would love it too
0: so we are looking at this article on siliconera.com uh, and they do they do bring up an example of bandai namco putting these kind of these um, trademarks out there. Uh for example, uh back in 2013, Bandai Namco trademarked Tales of Zestoria, Tales of Cre- Creals, and Tales of Catastora. Uh, but and and only one of them actually ended up being something and that was Tales of Zestoria. Oh Zesteria. Uh
1: Z- well they changed the name. It was Zesteria. Right. They didn't call it Zestoria. Right. That's so
0: yeah, I'm not sure, maybe, yeah. But anyway, only one of them ended up being something.
1: Yep. So, and and their, their registrations for Tales of Arise already happened, so this isn't, this isn't a, a placeholder for that. No. It's not even close either, right? No. Luminaria in Arise, very no. far.
0: And it does mention that Luminaria could be a smaller title or a mobile game. I hope not.
1: It could. It, that's that's also a thing that they're known to do. So that it also could be one of the the non-main shoot Tales games because they do that a lot, where they do like these spin-off titles. So it yeah. could be one of those as well. Hopefully, Hopefully. it's a legitimate Tales game because there hasn't been a legitimate Tales game on a Nintendo platform for quite some time. The last one that came here. Uh and wasn't Japan only. The last one was Tales of Symphonia 2. Well did I it, believe. What was the other one we just got for the Switch? Jeez. Oh, what, that is that is right. Yeah. yeah. What the
0: heck, what the heck is it uh, called? <laughs> that's that's,
1: that's There
0: you go. And ah. and that and that initially initially was an Xbox exclusive, then it turned yeah. into a PlayStation title, and then we as got it as well.
1: And that game, by the way, is awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I got to get back into it, though. I don't I don't know. I wasn't sold on the combat. That was my biggest problem with that game. I just couldn't, I couldn't get a handle on it. I don't know what it was,
1: but. It's it's not the best Tales combat game, but it is uh, it, because they kind of slowed it down a bit because they wanted to attract a newer audience mm-hmm. because they were bringing it to the Xbox. So they weren't. The Xbox, they felt like the Xbox people weren't quite up to snuff on JRPGs, which they weren't.
0: No. Too busy playing Halo. <laughs> um, But we may be hearing more of this, and hopefully we will. I, I, It says here that the Tales of Festival 2020 event will take place March 6th through 7th in 2021. So maybe we'll get some information on that. Maybe we'll get some more information on Tales of Arise. They'll be like, oh, it's going to be on a cloud service and you guys can play it.
1: Oh, that'd be so fantastic. <laughs> don't, don't get my whole stuff like that. Though.
0: That would be awesome, too. That's one of those games. Yeah, bring it, bring it over as well.
1: I mean, I'm not going to care because I'm getting Tales of Verizon no matter what. It's going to be on PS4, so I'll get it on PS4. If it's on PC, I'll probably get it on PC above all things, but if it comes to the Switch, if there's any hope that it comes to the Switch, that's where I'm getting it.
0: You gotta see how it no runs. Question. You gotta see how these cloud things go.
1: Yeah, that's
0: true. Alright, and that's gonna wrap up today's episode of the Switch RPG Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and remember, if you have any questions or comments, please email us at podcast at switchrpg.com or you can get a hold of us on Twitter. Um, I'm at the Nerd Basement. You have Punk the Studios over there and just with just Johnny. <laughs> um, if you listen to that, please give us a rating and review. We want to climb up them charts on the platform. So your support there would be amazing. And finally, remember, you can head over to SwitchRPG.com for all your RPG needs on the Nintendo Switch. Until next time, goodbye.